Hi guys. Hope everyone is doing amazing. Just had to turn off my phone. Um, so right now I'm going to be doing a Claire Tarot reading for Pisces, Sun, Moon, Rising, and Venus. Also for your cross watchers. Um, if this is your first time joining me, welcome to my channel. My name is Emmy from Emmy Evolving. If this is not your first time. Thank you for coming back and joining me. So I asked the Pisces energy what is this reading going to be about? And I'm told everything is about to explode. Um, that makes me nervous. <laughs> it just makes me nervous. Uh, I hope that's explode in a good way, you know, like uh, take you to a whole nother level of goodness. Uh, I didn't necessarily feel an overwhelming sense of foreboding. So it's this sense that all of this energy that has been accruing for months on end as you begin to really um, explore who you are with with no shame, no guilt, no, no none of that. Um, it's really beginning to take you to a place where uh, you can utilize that energy. So I'm hoping that's what the explosion is. Because any other kind of explosion is not acceptable. <laughs> it's just not. All right. So I'm live on both YouTube and Facebook. Uh, if you're watching me through Facebook, I will not be able to see your comments. Please do check out the link that I have at the bottom of the screen that takes you to my YouTube live stream. And there I can see your comments. Okay. So I'm just shuffling the cards. I'm going to be pulling out the cards all at once so that way we can have a very um smooth reading and these have already been shuffled but i'm just shuffling it one more time just because i love to shuffle mm -hmm. yes. i can never get a card all right Ooh. So Pisces, I'm also going to be using a deck that I've never used before. I'm going to be using it for the first time with you guys. Um, I, man, I pulled out that deck. I pulled a card for myself this morning using that deck, and it was so, like, resonated with me. So hopefully it will give you some clarity, too. All right. Almost done. I'm just going to... Pull from this deck. All right. Okay. So Pisces, what's been going on this week? Um, we're entering we're entering a, a Mercury retrograde cycle. I did have Alex from Unified Astrology come on and help us to understand how the planetary alignment affects us, our moods, our signs in particular. And it was a very interesting talk, very, very interesting talk. Um, the reason it was so interesting is because he touched upon uh, Saturn's placement. It, it's kind of, it went retrograde and then now it, it's been retrograde for some time and now it's direct again. And so the Lord of Karma has really like, dumped at our doorstep all this stuff that needs to be addressed so the first card card number 30 the perfection of your life now from the outside um oftentimes you know 
Pisces is very good at hiding what we're struggling through. We're very, very good at really just covering up um, things that hurt really badly. Okay. Uh, and this is not because we're ashamed. It's not because we're secretive. It's because we don't want to inconvenience other people with the emotions that we experience. Because really, though, uh, Pisces can get really deep in those emotions, really, really deep. And it's not necessarily emotional instability. It's just our um, ability to really dive deep into the trenches because we are um, a water sign. We don't need to come up for air. And it gets really intense for the people who can't hold their breath that long. So the perfection of your life, you know, we really go out of our way to try and cultivate a pleasant experience when you're with us. And, and again, this is not about trying to be fake or hide things. This is about you and our desire to accommodate you and your emotions, your needs. Well, here's the thing, Pisces, you've done this for so long and, and for such um, an intense it's been so intense that you've, you've set fire to many of the bridges. Uh, these bridges connect you to people who some of them were toxic, some of them weren't. It's like you've really just shrunk into yourself. And, you know, we, we go through these periods where sometimes we need to be just with ourselves. And that's okay. But you also have to understand when you're done being on your own by yourself, and you stop and look around and see that no one's left, um, you have to know that you did that, okay? I, I do that sometimes, I do. So just know that you, you did that, and you do that for a purpose. You do that because you needed that time on your own. Now, the next card, card number 10, um, assurance. Rest assured that you are growing, okay? Sometimes it's in that quiet stillness that you can only achieve through isolation, self-imposed isolation, that you experience growth. And look at the growth, okay? It's all right. It's all right. We are very much ruled by the moon energies because we are water. Um, the different cycles of the moon will definitely affect us. It will definitely affect us. There's been tremendous amounts of lunar events that have really helped to shape and cultivate the way our journey has gone. And it's not to say that it's going to get easier, but it's definitely to say that um, we're about to start a different phase of our lunar journeys. Okay, this is about to get real intense. All right. So Card number 10, flower spirit. There you are trying to cling to things that feel safe. You are the flower. Understand you are safe in your journey, okay? You are that flower. You are that blossom. You are in a stage of ripening your inner under an overstanding of yourself and your journey. Stop being afraid of who you are. Stop being afraid to take that step forward just because you don't know what comes after. You don't know what's in front of you. Um, you're never going to find out if you keep holding back, okay? So now I'm nervous because what is this? Here it is. Um, this is an I Ching deck. And so I've never used this before. Ooh. Card number 27, prov providing nourishment. 
Thunder arouses the populace from complacency and shows them what is most urgently needed. It's important to nourish people with the food they require, taking care to address their concerns. A wise leader will not impose his or her preferences on the people, but rather will listen to their will and endeavor to provide nourishment of both body and spirit. So right now, you know, a lot of people say that Pisces is like, multiple personalities in one, which is kind of true. We kind of are, but you have to understand you are the leader of that village that you host within yourself. Okay. I'm not talking about, you know, ha having a parasitic circumstance. I'm talking about you hosting all the fractals of who you are because Pisces is so eclectic in its fragmentation. Uh, there are aspects of you that are, are just so unique and the way we're composed, each of us, you're never going to find another person like you, you know, and this is true for everyone, but even more true for those who have Pisces uh, as a prominent placement in their chart. Okay, so let us see now. See again, new birth. Card number 24, new birth guarded vigilantly. You're growing in leaps and bounds. You're feeling very raw, very exposed, very much um, susceptible to the environment. And that's why you've needed to be, you know, basically on your own. You've needed to experience time alone so that you can regain your bearings, so that you can recalibrate and understand who you're becoming. Uh, who you're becoming is very different than who you've been this entire time. It's a very, very different thing. And if you think that you're going to be able to just uh, ride through this the way you have been, <laughs> let me know how that goes. I'm like, I'm being so serious. Let me know how that goes. Because uh, what I'm getting is that that's not, it's not going to work. It's not going to work because these circumstances, although they may have the same um, key players, they're going to be different. Oh, 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 shit. People are coming back into your life. Now I'm kind of really nervous. Okay. <laughs> Card number 17, Green Tara, Salvation. You know, the Green Tara is about, um, is about like self-love compassion, being gentle with yourself. As you really begin to embrace your spiritual journey, you're going to have to release the need to criticize yourself, release the need to compare. There's already so many people out there that have this preconceived notion of who and what you are simply because you're a Pisces. And this whole like, you can't commit to anything, you can't finish anything, you cry too much. And we are probably the most misunderstood sign. You know, and it, it's not our fault that it's hard to understand the depth and gravity of who we actually are beneath the surface. Because most people, we have such a depth about us that you don't really get to the core of who we actually are if you can't hold your breath that long. You know what I'm saying? You have to get real deep for people to see who you truly are. As a Pisces, I find that to be very true for most of us. They have to be able to go so deep, much deeper than they ever thought they needed to go. 
and and that's fine if if they want to go ahead and put their preconceived notions upon you that that's fine let them but don't let that be what what determines who you believe yourself to be okay card number 51 to the moon and back someone <laughs> Uh, someone has traveled to the dark side of the moon and back to try and understand why they can't get beyond the thoughts of you. Mm. So they sit there and see the two little green birds. You see that? They sit there trying to continue their life, trying to just pretend like there's nothing, like whatever that's out, out, of, uh, out of sight, out of mind. Yet these two little birds are your hearts communicating, constantly singing songs back to each other, back and forth, back and forth. And I think what's going on, the reason things are about to explode, is that they can no longer ignore these hearts singing to each other, okay? Um, I don't know what this means. Let's go ahead and see. So... Card number 17, following. People who are coerced into cooperation will ultimately resist. To obtain enthusiastic followers, one must adapt to the prevailing needs of the time, act thoughtfully and in the proper context. Success is likely if one's actions are worthy, but a following should not be expected until those conditions are met. So it's almost, uh, I don't know if this has to do with some sort of separation with a, um, a soul connection, but it's almost as though there was a separation that was needing to occur so that the both of you could have an understanding of how this is supposed to go, the connection, what the gravity of that connection. This is disconcerting. <laughs> Card number 22, she feels, she knows. This has definitely, uh, this has been a very tough period. A very, very tough period for all involved. Pisces, as you've gone deep into yourself and gotten real quiet, um, you've become very hypercritical of yourself, of your journey, what you've accomplished, what you haven't accomplished, comparing yourself to other people, very silently, of course, yet still comparing. Um, and you're not comparing to show how you're better. You're comparing to justify your very vicious judgments of yourself, your condemnations of yourself. We got to stop that. We really, really have to stop that. Okay? We've beat ourselves up enough. And if this is really something that's a, a soul contract, um, like a, a soul connection, um, you beating yourself up, leads to them beating themselves up and for for the sake of compassion for all involved it's time for the beating to stop period like no more beating yourself up no more just just flow flow with it okay just flow with it things happen the way they should 
And, you know, you'll have options. Your soul will present you multiple options for any given circumstance. And you'll still have a say. I don't want you to feel as though you don't have a say because that's when Pisces gets all in their cray cray. And I know this. We then get all in our cray cray. Think we have no options. And that's when we start to wild out. And no, we don't need to wild out anymore. Okay. We don't need to do the old cycles. We don't need to repeat any of that. Mm -hmm. Card number 24, Isis, rebirth. You are in the process of rebirthing yourself. If you're going to criticize yourself for being a hot mess, what do you think birth is? Birth is messy. Birth is painful. But birth is also probably the single most beautifully worthwhile traumatic experience ever. You know, having birthed quite a few children uh, completely naturally. Um, yeah. It, it was painful. It was messy. It, it required a considerable amount of recovery time after. But it was also so beautiful. Beautiful. Worth it. Absolutely worth it. And that's what you're doing. You're birthing yourself. You're worth it. You're worth the pain and the energy that it takes to push that new creation out. So let's see. Card number one, day and night. <laughs> Your life is about to flip, okay? Your life is about to flip upside down. Everything is about to change. Now, does that mean it's going to change for the worse? Not necessarily. Again, your soul is letting you know. I don't know. Maybe it's letting me know. <laughs> you have options. You're not going to be forced into anything. You have options. Allow yourself to be open to the experience knowing that you will have some measure of control over what happens to you on this journey. Okay? Um Definitely make sure, make sure that you allow yourself to flow with no fear. Now, card number 46. All right. Oh. Pushing upward, wind beneath the earth, energetic growth push, pushes upward. Wind in this context symbolizes the life force of vegetation as it germinates, grows, pushes through the surface of the earth, and unfurls toward the heavens. All the conditions are favorable for rapid growth. Oh, that means we're about to get our asses kicked. That's what that means. Wow. Any perceived obstacles are easily moved aside for the power of expansion overcomes all obstruction now. Supreme success. You're doing this, Pisces. You're doing this. You're growing. Continue pushing yourself to remain open. Okay? Remain open to the experience and you'll see exactly what all of this is going to lead to very soon. Um, I'm being told that we have to understand the gravity of our polarity. If you look at a, a, a young plant, a, a, a new growth, it's something that can be so easily destroyed, right? 
It can be so easily destroyed, yet it's powerful enough to push through earth. I've even seen plants growing in concrete. That's what we are. We are powerful in our softness, in our vulnerability. And it's time, Pisces, you begin embracing this vulnerability. It's time you begin allowing yourself to truly experience this journey. You don't have to harden up. You don't need to be badass. You're already badass in your own right. It's not something, it's not an act that you have to um, put on. It's in, your it's in your vulnerability that you become truly badass. It's in your willingness to allow yourself to feel to such an elevated degree that you begin to really cultivate the powers that you actually have. Because really, though, when you love something, you know, when you like something, you want to make sure it's okay, right? When you love something, you're going to make sure it's okay. When you truly, truly love something with the entirety of your essence, your light and your dark, the totality of you is so infused and immersed in this love for this thing. There is nothing that will keep you from ensuring its safety. There are varying degrees, and it's in that vulnerability because when you feel so strongly about something like that, when you feel that deeply about something or someone, that's a very vulnerable spot. Because as much as you would do for that thing, to protect that thing from being destroyed, you have also gifted that thing or that person the ability to very easily destroy you. I, that's that's huge. That's huge to understand that that's what's going on. That's how your journey is is developing. That you need to remain flexibly strong. The juxtaposition of your different your varying polarities. It's it's like wow. You expect me to be basically bipolar. Mm hmm. Basically. Basically. So at this point, um, at this point, I guess what needs to happen is you need to explore why you're afraid of being vulnerable. Why are you afraid to feel? Is it because you've been conditioned by a world that's so harsh and hard and unfeeling? Maybe it's time for you to consider that the reason why you don't fit in, because most Pisces feel like they don't fit in. The reason why you don't fit in is because you weren't meant to fit in. You weren't meant to occupy a box that's enslaved humanity for so long. Maybe you came as the, the thing that's going to dismantle the box by your simple existence. Maybe what you are is the rain. Because by simply being rain, you can tear a box apart fairly easily. You ever notice that? You leave a box in, in the rain, a box of cardboard in the rain. What happens to it? I mean, does, does the rain have to put any effort? Does it have any intentions of destroying something? Mm -mm. 
It's just rain. That's it. It's rain. So card number 10, releasing allegiances. What have you pledged your allegiance to? Are you loyal to yourself before all others? Or have you been trying to prove your worth and be worthy of someone's love by being loyal to them first? I mean, honestly, if they can't understand that your loyalty first must be to you, to yourself, are they loving you unconditionally? And I'm not talking about unbalanced, unhealthy selfishness. I'm talking about recognizing that you should be full of only yourself, that your world should revolve around you. And everything that's a part of that existence of yours is an additional treasure unto your heart. I'm talking about them recognizing this about you, that for the first time in your life, you're going to need to start being number one. And they're going to need to be okay with that. And if it's something that has to be forced upon them, then do they really truly love you? Or do they love the novelty of you? Do they love the convenience of the kind of love that you're willing to give? Because not many can love the way a Pisces does. It, it, it's true. I'm not saying Pisces is better than any other sign, but not many can love the way a Pisces does. To make you feel so ridiculously number one and nothing else exists but you. I mean, if we're going to be really real here, really honest, Pisces has a way of doing that, even when they don't love you. <laughs> it's true. Even when they don't love you, they make you feel like you're the only one there. And it's not because they're manipulating you. It's because they can feel how you feel. You know, that's what Pisces does. That's why people be like, oh, she's flirting. No, I'm being nice. <laughs> I'm not flirting with you. Have you not heard the way I speak to my husband when I'm flirting with him? That's flirting. <laughs> I'm being nice to you. <laughs> so that's the thing, okay? You have to understand who you are. You don't have to have mastered yourself or your life or your journey. But you have to begin the process of understanding who you are. Okay, this is simply a process of acknowledging you're perfect in all your imperfections. You're you. And then you have to begin allowing yourself to travel your journey without fear. Card number 40, generosity. You have to be generous with yourself, okay? Very often, Pisces is extremely generous with everyone but themselves. Very, very often. Hey, you know, whatever made you think you weren't supposed to be a part of the group that you came into this life to love on. That, there was never a rule that said you're supposed to love everyone but yourself. Pisces, we have to exit that phase of our life where all we do is martyr ourselves. That's emotional manipulation. If you think martyrdom is love, where you're going to martyr yourself, uh, you know, so that everyone else has a more convenient existence, and that's manipulation, okay? I used to do that not realizing I was being manipulative, and I'll tell you why it's manipulative. You're doing that not because it's the right thing to do, not because it feels right in your heart, but because you want other people to recognize your worth. You want people to attach that single deed, that act of generosity with you and your worth. You want to be so 
leaned on, depended on, that you can't be tossed aside because that's our fear. Our fear is to be abandoned, is to be rejected, is to not be enough. Well, guess what? Whether other people recognize, acknowledge, agree with your worth, it's irrelevant. You set your worth. You set your own worth. Go to any store. Don't they have the prices on, on all of their items? Those prices are set, right? They've determined the worth of that item. It's up to the buyer, the consumer, whether they're going to agree and have that exchange. And if someone doesn't agree with your worth, they can go to another store and find another item. But at no point do you put yourself on clearance because you're not bargain basement. I'm sorry, you're not. At no point have you ever been bargain basement. And it's time for you to stop selling yourself short, slashing your price, your worth, just because you don't know if someone else will agree with it. Well, maybe, maybe they're not agreeing with the value that you believe yourself to be because even you yourself don't know what that value is. Maybe, I'm just saying that maybe that's the issue, that you're not understanding what your true worth is and you keep slashing your price Lower and lower and lower and settling for less and less and less until one day you wake up and you realize, what the fuck kind of life is this? And then you're pissed off. And suddenly you're blaming everyone else and saying that no one treats you right. No one values you. No one appreciates you. You do so much for everyone else. Pisces, we created that circumstance. I know I did that. I created that circumstance and it's up to me to turn it around. And that's what I did with no apologies, because you know what? At this point, if you're going to surround me in darkness, you leave me no choice but to burn the bridge between us so I can light my way back to my own path. And I will not apologize for that. Pisces. Take that in. We're made to feel so badly for burning bridges. And you know what? Maybe I had no choice but to burn that bridge because you surrounded me with so much of your darkness that I needed to relight the way to find my path. And you know what? Your bridge definitely served as fuel. And there's nothing to apologize about doing that. When someone brings nothing but toxicity into your life, burn that bridge because you don't need to be going back to that place that's toxic. There's nothing mean about it. Nothing. That bridge needs to burn. And piss on the ashes because we don't support forest fires. But that bridge needed to burn because that is a way for toxicity to re-enter your life. Now. It's time for you to bloom, card number five. It's time for change. Time to bloom, time to blossom, time to just be you. Allow your fragrance to just be freaking wafting on the gentle breezes, letting everyone enjoy the beauty that you are. If they don't like the smell of your flowers, they can cross the street. Does anyone ever criticize the flowers? Does anyone ever say, I don't like how sweet that flower smells. It needs to be moved. No, they go and go somewhere else. 
Okay, you just you grow where you need to grow. You are a wildflower and no one gets to tell you where to grow, how to grow, and, and that you're growing wrong. That's just that. All right, card number 22. Let us see. Yes, grace. Fire from the mountain, a burst of beauty. Fire from deep within the mountain bursts forth and shines light upon the darkness. But such a light only brightens the area that surrounds it. Most of the mountain remains dark. A state of grace is achieved when one sees the beauty in what is right before one's eyes. Focus on what is light and good, not the overwhelming darkness beyond. I mean, did we not just talk about the burning of the bridges? Focus on what you can actually see. Not what you assume or perceive to be some sort of veiled threat in the shadows. That's a waste of your time. You have a limited amount of fuel to find your way back to your path. Don't allow the bullshit to distract you. The only enemy that you actually truly have in this life is the one within you. And the person that you think is an enemy, that's nothing more than a projection of that enemy that's been created within. That is an internal circumstance being projected externally. Now is a time for Pisces to begin really focusing on our journey, our journey and only our journey. Um, this is not about no longer helping people. This is about understanding the difference and discerning the difference between actual true need of help and preference. If, if help is truly needed, then help if it feels right to do so. But unless it's truly needed, then it's a preference and you're buying into the bullshit and using that person and their preference as an excuse to distract you from your own journey. I'm holding you accountable to your shit. I'm holding you accountable. There's no more excuses. You have to grow yourself because explosions are about to happen. I don't know why. I don't know who. Someone's coming forward. <laughs> I'm just saying, someone's coming forward, okay? I said at the very beginning, the players are the same. That means people are coming back into the picture. Let me get a, a couple more cards. All right. All done. I'm told to get cards from a specific deck. Just hold on, dude. Hold on. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. Gosh. This deck makes me nervous, though. I've been very nervous all day. I'm not typically nervous. All right. Let's see what other messages and clarity were being given. All right. How many? Four. All right. So let's see. So we have five of cups in reverse. It's a hopeful outlook, favorable expectations, new alliances, affinity, return of an old friend, uh, reunion. So as I was being told at the very beginning of this live stream, um, 
someone from the past is coming back. Uh, I don't know if that person's return, because it's a whole lot of motherfucking swords, a whole lot of swords. Um, I don't know if that person's return is what causes the explosion of your life or possibly even implosion. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Whoever's coming back has baggage. A jealous X or something. I don't know. Nine of Swords in reverse. Suspicion, slanderous gossip, shame, scruple, um, shady character. So whoever, um, it's not the individual. The individual has their own circumstance that they're dealing with. And I assume uh, they just ended a relationship or something. And the ex is uh, trying to start shit. Mm -hmm. Ten of swords. Ruin, pain, affliction, mental anguish, disappointment. Is this ours? I want clarity for that. Okay. So let's see. It's a lot of, I just pulled three major arcana cards. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, so Confucius in reverse, again. This is not ours. Whoever's coming back is coming to you for sanctuary, okay? Confucius in reverse is disappointment, failure to face facts, indecision, divorce, procrastination, theft, alienation of affections. So someone's coming back. This is an old friend. Um, they have baggage, okay? The ex won't leave them alone, won't let it go. They're coming to you for shelter. That's the ex. The ex just won't let shit go. Um, hold on. But it's your destiny for this re uh, reconnection. It's it's destined for the two of you to reconnect, you and this friend or whoever it is. Um, it's inevitable. Hold on. And it's telling you to be patient and accommodate fusion adjustment, good influence. I think maybe when they come back, they need, um, okay, I get it. Oh, okay. Oh, Pisces, here we go, making projects of people. So this was going on. You're having to do a lot of this really deep diving and um, self-reflection to prepare yourself for a major role, okay? The major role has to do with a reunification with someone from the past. This person from the past has a very deep soul connection with you, and they have been struggling through some serious, serious stuff. 
And as they try and break free, they're not quite strong enough to deal with that alone. And so they come to you um, sort of as a sanctuary. You know, you're, you're kind of the only place they feel safe at this point. Their heart, their emotions, all of that. It's the only place where they feel safe. And I mean, here's the thing. I've spoken in depth about how we are not to make projects of people, that it's not our job to save other people. It's not our job to fix things. Here's here's the monkey wrench, okay? This is a divine connection. This is an outward reflection of your internal circumstance. This person is directly tied to you, hardwired due to are corded together. And what happens to them will greatly affect you. This is like a karmic tie between the two of you, okay? The, This is a karmic tie between the two of you. I never was fond of emperors. You're out. Anyways. <laughs> this is definitely, this is not a martyrdom thing. This is not a project. You're not, you're not making a project of this person. It is a twin flame tie. It's beyond a twin flame tie. This is a twin ray tie. This is a twin ray connection. That's the highest level of connectivity between two separate um, soul shards. So it, it's a reconnection of some sort. Does it lead? To <laughs> you got jokes, Michael. You got jokes. All right. Anyways, does it lead to romance? Um, not for everyone, okay? Not unless all the parties involved agree to a romantic type of thing. But it definitely, uh, that needs to be resolved. They definitely need your assistance to resolve that circumstance because that circumstance is a karmic one. Uh, it it. It's connected to both of you from previous life, if that makes sense. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> fucking A, Pisces. <laughs> I was just saying. Let me just relax myself. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we don't have to take it personally. <laughs> Card number 21, she is the moon. The light of the moon ebbs and flows. The wisdom of patience is not about waiting around for something to happen rather than getting up and getting it done. The wisdom of patience is that of the gardener who consults the lunar calendar. The right timing promoting growth, planting when there's fertile soil, and allowing the soil to rest and replenish when it needs to. You are being asked to check in with your timing. Is now the time for action or for rest? It can change quickly just like the phases of the moon. If you are unsure, that's okay too. Perhaps you're waiting for more light to reveal the way. Burning of the bridges. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. The burning of the bridges. They're burning bridges right now. It's lighting their way back to you and they're rushing. Oh, my God. 
All things come in time. Your messages come through this oracle. Your manifestation is unfolding in perfect timing. If you feel something isn't happening fast enough or is happening quickly and you are unsure if you're really ready, be assured all is well. If something is not clear to you and you'd like to, uh, you'd like it to be more so, the clarity you will seek will come to you. Okay, we'll leave that there. Do not worry. Do not try and force the insight. Just be with what is happening now and trust. You are moving and growing and all is well. Soon you will see that for yourself, just as the moon grows full and revealing, even, the, even in the midst of deepest night. So there's some poetry waiting. These moments are precious, just like jewels on the crown of life. They beckon my heart, forming memories that sparkle with joy. And like the longing of a sweet caress, they draw me near, melting into one, showing what is possible on the journey of life, waiting for the season's change. So seasons change no matter what. Seasons change whether you're ready, whether you're not. The seasons will change. And all you can do is modify your approach. Um, I'm going to pull one final card as a message from your soul. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, Misty's wanted to run. Girl, start doing some stretches. <laughs> I mean, I do cardio for this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, so... For the person of past does not make sense to me. I don't have anyone that would come back. Uh, it might be beyond this life. You might not have made their acquaintance yet. Who knows? I don't. I sure don't. Let me just shuffle one more time. Tired of the games, Michael. Okay. One more shuffle and then it's a 10 card, he says. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Mm -hmm. All right. No, no more cards. This is the last card. <laughs> He's telling me to get on. I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. Card number nine. Well, see, that's the thing. If they haven't gotten the message at this point in the reading, then they're not ready for the message. And so you're not going to ram more information down their gullet trying to force the way you try to force me. Stop it. The impossible possible. Card number nine. That's a visual representation of me tossing Michael out of my ear. And boiling and turns the mountain into a pebble. <laughs> Love creates infinite openings in the dark sky and shatters the earth with its magnitude. She spins this great earth goddess upon invisible strings amongst a wildly pulsating ballet of life. Stars are born, live and die all around her. Life moves in constant flux and still she spins in her great loving constant spin. How can this be? All of creation is born from nothing. Out of endless silence and darkness, light emerges. 
What strange magic is this? The sun heats the solar system and burns with a power to destroy life, yet is a force by which life is sustained. Surely this makes no sense and cannot be. We dance in the realm of the impossible made possible constantly, you and I. We are so engrossed in it, so familiar with it, and yet blind to it that these constant impossibilities happening in every moment fail to inspire us. Yet, what are your biggest, boldest, most extraordinarily impossible dreams compared to this great impossibility of life itself? They are but tiny seeds in the Creator's masterful hand, being now planted in the heavenly garden. Yes, they're being planted right now, for the moon tells us the time is right. Most tenderly shall they be watched over, nurtured into fullness according to the season. Yes, that growth is assured. The impossible is now made possible. So there's a lot of referencing um, growth, seeds, seasons. Just let that sink in. We only limit what we believe to be possible by our lack of imagination. The divine has recourse to all that is and all that's yet to be. So is there any limit to the resources of heaven? No. So then why has not every impossible dream now been rendered possible, indeed manifest in shining glory upon the earth? The human heart knows everything in vision can manifest according to divine timing and grace. Yet the mind does quake with fear, so much so that it will not listen to the heart at times. That fear is a childlike nightmare, that you should offer yourself up to the sacred loving power of the great creator you might be found to be lacking. The mind holds itself captive with dark fantasies of that profound rejection and then avoids confronting it directly at all costs. It creates barriers instead, truly nothing more than lines in the sand, yet believed to be forts. I mean, we just talked about this, that your belief in limits are what creates the limits. That your fear of rejection, of being found to not be enough, is what actually creates that feeling, that belief within others that you aren't enough. So when you begin to embrace the totality of who and what you are, the gravity of your existence, the role you play in another person's life, you begin to really come into a truth that is just so profound, so ridiculously profound, that the gravity of you will cause the very people who serve as planets in your solar system to dance in circles around you, unable to turn away, to be so devoted to you and your existence that they will forever orbit you. And that's who's coming back. You guys will forever orbit each other's fields. You are in denial. If you think that you could ever truly exit this dance that you're in, okay? This is not an abusive type of dance. It's not an abusive, narcissistic type of cycle. This is a cycle that continues to bring forth from deeper and deeper levels. This fear of rejection. That's existed within you even before this life. And this is the life you're going to be addressing much of it. It's not going to be all, but it's going to be much of it. And this is also the life that reunifications have to occur because it's time to heal those deeply, deeply 
embedded festering wounds. Pisces, if we're here to serve humanity, how can you truly serve in the capacity you promised to serve if you have wounds that have been left unattended? That's like sending a soldier to war, knowing his leg needs to be amputated, but leaving it anyways. Telling him to suck it up and be a soldier. Yeah, he can suck it up. He can take that pain. He can continue to honor his promise to serve, but what use will he be? Definitely not as useful as if he were made whole again. It's time for us to allow ourselves to heal, to allow the connections that need to occur, the connections that support that healing process. It's just, it's, it's time. You know, this goes beyond the whole boyfriend, girlfriend BS, the, the, you know, the stereotypical BS that comes along with the twin flame topic. This is so beyond that. I, the, it's just beyond that. I, I don't know how else to articulate the gravity of the connections you have with other people, Pisces. You have such a profound way of touching other people. And to assist you in your attempt to serve this one being, whether it just be energetically, whether it be in real life, they're being brought back, circled back around to help you level up. And from the looks of what the cards are saying, they're going to help you learn how to heal yourself by asking you to help them heal themselves. That's a beautiful thing. That's a very selfless act. That's a very selfless act. And, you know, we have to recognize things for what they are. We are about to grow massively. Individually, as a collective whole, we're about to have a massive explosion. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Okay. So I was told at the beginning when I was asking what this, um, cause I didn't understand at first. Now I fully understand. Um, there's about to be an explosion, a big bang. You get it? The big bang from chaos came order from cosmos was born creation. So that's what's happening right now in our own little universe, our own little co-created realities separately as individuals. We are going to experience that big bang. Wow. Wow. Okay, so the big bang when everything was created in that singular moment, everything that could have happened, the potentialities, the optional potentialities of potentialities, all of that, all simultaneously occurred, spread out as far as it possibly could. And now, now that we've reached the farthest point from ground zero, we're being called back home. And if we're just scaled down miniature versions of creation, because that's what creation is, a stair-step creation, scale after scale after scale, lower and lower and lower, <clears throat> then we're calling back all our parts. 
<laughs> That's intense. That's absolutely intense. I think at this point, we have to let go of our fear of what we perceive to be um, the connections, what we perceive the connections to be with other people. I think you have to just be very open in um, being present. Uh, no expectations. You know, these parts of us that are housed in other people, mirrored by them. Uh, it might just come back energetically. It might come back uh, physically. You might have someone attempting to reach out or you might just begin to feel their energy again. Who knows? Don't limit yourself. At this point, it's very, very important that you not limit yourself because as my understanding begins to really, really develop, um, I'm really recognizing that Pisces as a collective whole is serving as a template for the rise of humanity. That's a huge honor and responsibility. That's huge. That's huge. So, you know, we have to make sure that we don't close ourselves off to potentialities that other people might need on their journey. If we're going to serve as a template, we have to be open to just being fully present to any given circumstance that life brings to our doorstep. And we're going to be brought a lot. <laughs> it's going to be a lot, but it's going to be okay. We've gone through enough. Uh, this has been a very difficult year for Pisces. Actually, for all the signs, let's be honest, for all the signs, all of us have been struggling a lot this year. Even the people who are doing amazing financially, um, socially, you've been quietly struggling with something and you haven't wanted to share it with people. And that's okay. You don't need to. But if we're going to be really honest, every single one of us has found um, something that we're struggling through this year. This is the year where all of that energy that was accrued during that 11 manifestation year last year is being implemented. The structure, the substructure was being put into place this year. So 2020, we have clear sights of what it is we are building upon. This is the year of the foundation, okay? 2018 was the year to generate the charge, to build, uh, to uh, accrue all the materials needed. This is the year we're beginning to plot out where the materials need to go. And next year, we're going to just build, just build, build, build. And Pisces, don't be afraid of who you are. And <laughs> I hope I listen to myself if, if I need to. <laughs> but don't run away from this potentiality, okay? Running is not going to help you anymore. We're very good at avoidance. It's not that we have to completely stop and get rid of our ability to avoid. It's more of us recognizing how to harness that avoidance. Um, avoid the people who are nothing but toxicity. Avoid the people who want to deplete you simply because you'll allow them. Avoid the people who keep you around for preference because it's much easier when they can just put everything on you. Avoid the people who choose to continue to not see the value of you. Avoid the people who are trying to convince you to stay in cycles of toxicity. 
there's a very good use for avoidance. But it's time for us to recognize avoidance should not be applied for the very things that our soul needs us to experience at this point. Okay, so I'm gonna end this live and go cry myself to sleep. <laughs> I want to avoid everything. Why? Okay. I do though. It's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. I ain't lying. I have a hard time processing life. <laughs> That's why I know so much about it because <laughs> the lessons keep circling back around because I have such a hard time processing and that's okay too. That's okay. Everything about you serves a purpose. Allow it to. Begin celebrating yourself. Stop seeing all these little quirks that make you struggle a little bit more as something bad. Because they're not. They're not. I wouldn't learn the things that I've learned if I wasn't so difficult. If I didn't struggle so much with releasing control, I wouldn't have learned all these amazing, beautifully empowering things about the mechanics of control and fear. That applies for everything in your life. Everything that you're struggling through is teaching you to a much deeper level the gravity of that subject matter. Celebrate it. Celebrate yourself. Have a little laugh, you know? Have a little laugh. Even if it's at your own expense, that's fine. It's debited from the same account. <laughs> That account can't be depleted. It can't. So please give this video a thumbs up. Share it out. A lot of people, even beyond the Pisces, need to hear this message. If you feel like someone in your life would resonate with the things that I've said in this live stream, please do share it out. This is not just for Pisces. This is for any soul that's ready to hear this truth, that resonates with this truth and is not quite ready yet does not quite have the courage yet to accept this truth as their own. It's, it's time for us to support each other, not continue to, to be fully immersed in that division due to Zodiac placement. We're all one people. We all come from a singular source, from a singular consciousness. It is now 3.33. It's time to cut this live. <laughs> um please give this video a thumbs up. If you haven't already subscribed to my channel, please do subscribe. Turn on that notification bell. Join me every single time I'm live. Enjoy yourselves. Celebrate yourselves. And let's stop being mean to the twin connection. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I haven't decided. <laughs> no, I'm done being mean. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining me.